Hey, Julie here from Snow Day Productions. Support for Akron Adventures comes from Akron Children's Museum. The Akron Children's Museum provides a space where kids can explore, imagine, create, construct, let loose, and learn. With nearly 20 exhibits and areas, there is sure to be something for every kid to enjoy. To learn more about admissions, memberships, events, and ways you can support, visit www.akronkids.org. That's www.akronkids.org. Snow Day Productions presents Thief in the Night, Episode 1. I can't believe this is really happening, Lisa said for the third time as a girl about her age ran down the aisle past her, screaming something about zombies that Lisa couldn't quite make sense of. Way too much sugar for that one, Reggie commented around the Twizzler she had trapped between her teeth. The two girls were sitting side by side across from Maya and Henry on the giant faded blue bus that was meant to take them to Camp Cuyahoga. A whole parentless week of wilderness training, sports playing, and bug spraying. Normally, Lisa would have been excited. She was no big fan of sports games, but she really liked the outdoors, and she loved animals, which there were usually plenty of in the Cuyahoga woods. The problem was Lisa had been to Camp Cuyahoga last year, and her experience had been, well, less than desirable. This year will be different, Lisa reminded herself trying to steal her nerves and slow her breathing, but she was having more luck putting her fingernails through the ugly brown leather that covered her seat. The one bright spot was that she had convinced her three best friends, Reggie, Maya, and Henry, to come along to camp with her. As she glanced around at them, all smiling and enjoying themselves, she began to relax a little. Reggie and Maya hadn't even been to a sleepaway camp before, and they weren't nervous. Yeah, it won't be so bad, Lise, she thought to herself. Camp is fun. Camp is great. Camp is... Her mantra was interrupted as the contents from a bag of flaming hot Cheetos rained down around her. My bad. I guess it was open, came a voice from above her. Without looking up or removing a single Cheeto, Lisa turned to Reggie, grabbing her arm intently. We can still make a run for it, please. Relax, Reggie said, brushing several Cheetos from Lisa's hair. This is going to be fun. And Reggie looked so genuinely excited that Lisa almost believed her. A brown ponytail popped up over the back of the seat in front of them. Lisa recognized the girl attached to it right away. Cynthia. She had attended camp last year, too. Lisa slumped down lower in her seat, avoiding the other girl's line of sight. Shouldn't we have left by now? The girl asked, looking around for support. Yeah, what's taking so long? Maya echoed from across the aisle. It could be zombies! A boy with cheese-dusted fingers chimed in from behind Lisa. Maybe they ate all the adults and we'll have to drive the bus to camp ourselves. Enough with the zombies, Brody. The girl, Cynthia, replied with a practiced eye roll. And enough with the Cheetos, Lisa added under her breath, but only Reggie was close enough to hear. She stifled a laugh. A woman wearing a Camp Cuyahoga uniform, light brown shorts, matching button-up, and green belt, boarded at the front of the bus, squashing the zombie talk. There was a whistle around her neck, a clipboard in one hand, 
and a pen poised in the other. She waited for the kid's attention. Finally, just as she seemed to be reaching for her whistle, the chatter and commotion throughout the bus died down a bit. Lisa swallowed loudly. No going back now, she thought to herself. Welcome, Camp Cuyahoga Critters, the woman shouted enthusiastically. Her mouth stretched wide in a welcoming smile. Did she say Camp Cuyahoga Quitters? Henry whispered to Maya, Reggie, and Lisa. My name is Miss Melanie, and I am the director of Camp Cuyahoga. We're so excited to have you all with us this year. Please remember to stay seated for the entire bus ride like good little critters, and we'll be at Camp Cuyahoga before you know it. She nodded several times with a big smile and wide eyes, in that way adults do when they're scanning a room excitedly for questions. Lisa was relieved when the uncomfortable pause was over, and Miss Melanie finally nodded at the bus driver to start the trip. Within seconds of the door closing, Miss Melanie's call for proper seating arrangements had been forgotten. Half the kids' heads were floating above the seat backs, knees firmly pressed into their bench seats, while the other half were either standing, sitting on the floor, or moving back and forth through the aisle. Lisa looked around the edge of her seat back and spotted one girl toward the back of the bus who was planking horizontally across the aisle. She simultaneously cursed her own inflexibility and crossed her fingers that Maya wouldn't see and start a bus-wide planking contest. Candy pulled Lisa's attention back to her own area of the bus as Henry thoughtfully passed a bag of Sour Patch Kids across to her and Reggie, then to the girl sitting in front of them. Thanks. I'm Cynthia. Henry, he replied. Nice to meet you. Henry had excellent manners. Cynthia raised her brows and looked expectantly at Maya for an introduction. Maya, she said, reaching across Henry to stuff her hand in the candy bag he was holding. Man, these are sour, Maya said. Henry looked horrified by her lack of manners, but Maya didn't appear to notice. This is Jessica, said Cynthia, nodding to the girl sitting next to her, who turned and raised herself up on her knees like her seatmate. And that's Gwyneth. She indicated a girl just across the aisle in front of Henry, who flourished a dramatic wave at the group in greeting. I'm Brody, said the Cheeto-fingered boy behind Lisa and Reggie, who leaned forward over the back of the girl's seat and spoke loudly so everyone could hear. And I'm deaf now, Reggie whispered to Lisa, who was chewing on her fingernail and sitting unusually low in her seat. These are our friends, Lisa and Reggie, Henry said. Hey, Reggie greeted Cynthia and her friends. We... We know each other, said Lisa, hating herself for stumbling over her words. This might as well happen now, she thought to herself, straightening up a bit and bracing for what would come next. We do, asked Cynthia, as she cocked her head a little to the side. I don't remember you from anywhere. Lisa climbed to her knees and brightened at her response. Really? I mean, that's great. She almost shouted. Cynthia leaned backwards a touch, as if Lisa had an illness she didn't want to catch. You've, uh got a little something in your hair, she said, pointing to her own head to indicate where. Lisa reached up and removed another Cheeto from her hair. Great, she thought to herself, and Reggie gave her a sympathetic shoulder bump. The conversation split up for a while. Cynthia and Jessica talked at Reggie and Lisa about the shiny sapphire ring Jessica had snuck to camp in her backpack. Brody managed to drop a few additional chips over the back of Lisa's seat. Henry and Gwyneth talked about music. They discovered they both loved show tunes. Maya tried to convince them that she knew every word of the Wicked soundtrack, and Henry quickly and loudly changed the subject to avoid a demonstration. When I meet the wizard, so, 
You guys have been to Camp Cuyahoga before? Rude, Maya muttered. Cynthia, Gwyneth, and Jessica nodded in unison. It's my third year. A brown-haired boy emerged suddenly next to Gwyneth, who nearly jumped out of her skin. Mason, a little warning, please, Gwyneth said. Sorry. What about you guys? Are you all newbies? Mason asked, settling his arms on the back of his shared bench seat and joining the conversation. Lisa thought she saw a look of recognition pass across his face when he glanced at her, but he turned away again quickly. Well, Lisa's new. Yes, all brand new. Just a bunch of newbies here. <laughs> Lisa said, cutting Henry off and freaking everyone out for the second time with her nervous laughter. Reggie was looking at her, clearly puzzled by the lie she was peddling. She stole a glance at Henry, who looked equally confused, and Maya, who shrugged her shoulders. Cynthia and company were also wearing similarly confused looks. Then you guys don't know about the ghosts yet, Mason said, breaking up the discomfort. Lisa was grateful for the quick change of direction. Ghosts, Henry asked. That's right, they don't, Cynthia added, sounding pleased to have information that some of the group did not. Ooh, ooh, can I tell it? Brody asked as he slammed into the back of Lisa and Reggie's seat. No, no way, Cynthia and Jessica replied firmly in unison. Yeah, your delivery is always a little off, Brody, Mason added. Oh, what do you know, Mason, Brody replied. Well, we can't tell it on the bus anyway, Gwyneth chimed in. We have to wait for a campfire. Does no one understand ambiance? I'm sorry, maybe this mic isn't working? Ghosts? Henry asked. Of course, sighed Henry. Listen up, critters. As Miss Melanie took her position at the front, the bus began to slow and turn down a dirt road. Everyone moved excitedly toward the windows and started chattering at once. Miss Melanie ignored her malfunctioning loudspeaker and smiled at the sight of every child on the bus silently looking up in her direction, hands covering their ears. Okay, critters. Gather all your belongings, leave nothing on the bus, disembark and gather around the campfire circle for instructions. Be quick. We want to be settled in before dark. Ten minutes later, all the kids were standing in the circle, waving the dust away from the bus's hasty departure on the dirt road. There was a huge stone fire pit in the center of the circle, with low log benches all around it. The buildings looked like the pictures of old frontier buildings in their history textbook, and just beyond them were woods, and a glimmer of blue that must have been the lake could just be seen in the gathering dusk. Henry, Lisa, and Reggie stood together, their gear at their feet, while Maya, just a few feet away, chatted with Cynthia and her friends. Attention new critters! Welcome to Camp Cuyahoga! For those critters returning, welcome back! Miss Melanie was grinning like a maniac, practically quivering with excitement, and several grown-ups walked out of the largest building right behind her and lined up. Behind me is our staff, Mr. Wayne, our cook, Miss Sophia, girls' counselor, Mr. Todd, boys' counselor, and Miss Stephanie, maintenance. To your left, Miss Melanie said, her right arm shooting straight out like she was guiding a plane into a safe landing, are the cabins. Each cabin has a small bathroom. Counselors sleep in the cabins with their critters. Once we have lights out, no one leaves their cabin. No exceptions. Behind me is the kitchen and dining hall, which we call the mess. Behind you is the facilities building, with additional bathrooms and showers. The lake is off limits unless a planned activity is taking place there. 
Questions? Excellent! Take your gear to your cabins, choose your bunks, and get settled in. We will normally eat dinner at 0630, but tonight we'll have sandwiches just as soon as you stow your gear. So I'll see you in the mess then. Critters dismissed. That was peppy, said Henry, who looked a little dazed as he reached down for his bags. I'll say, said Reggie, but honestly, don't you think it's hilarious? I feel like we're in a movie. I told you guys, Lisa said, as she looked down in front of her where she thought she had left her bag. Oh shoot, what did I do with? Lisa, watch out for <coughs> Henry started to say, but it was too late, and Lisa fell backwards over the top of a mound of luggage, arms flailing, then legs. <laughs> Brava, Gwyneth said. That did not just happen, Lisa thought to herself from where she lay on the ground. She reluctantly pushed herself onto her elbows, where she was greeted by the sight of the entire camp, kids and counselors, staring at her. Some were pointing. Most were laughing. Reggie moved quickly to help her to her feet, which only made Lisa feel even more exposed. Oh my gosh, Cynthia said, and Lisa could see the light bulb turn on in her head. I do remember you. No, no, you were right, strangers. Totally don't know you at all, Lisa said. Oh my God, that's right, Brody added. You're the one who... No, no, I have a very familiar face. Everyone says so. They do, Henry asked. Yes, Henry, Lisa said. Lise, what's going on, Reggie asked. Yeah, Lise, you should really catch your friends up on your performance from last year, Cynthia piped up coyly. We're all dying to hear you tell the story. Everyone was staring at her. Reggie, Maya, and Henry looked confused. Brody looked ready to break out popcorn, and Cynthia looked pleased. Perfect, Lisa thought. Just perfect. Akron Adventures is written and produced by Marlia Weiss, Julie Drew, and Casey Shevlin. Our theme music is written and recorded by Philip Anderson. You can hear more from him at philipandersonmusic.com. Support for Thief in the Night comes from the Akron Children's Museum, Spring Garden Waldorf School, and the University of Akron. Don't forget to subscribe to the Akron Adventures podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app. Episodes every Thursday.